BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Pharrell, coast to coast. So, uh, Carver High, honestly, like, no disrespect. I'm not uh, trying to upset anybody and get people all ruffled. Uh, I get it. Like, the Montreal Canadiens with their 24 cups. uh, And I know that uh, they're enormous. I'm not stupid. Uh, I was in the NHL. And when I called games, uh, just even being in Montreal and calling a game at the Bell Center, being in Toronto, calling a game in the Foster Hewitt broadcast booth, that's like top shelf memories for me in life. But I refuse to, uh, and I know they love them all over Canada, and I know they love them in Montreal, but there is no brand, no brand in sports bigger around the world than the New York Yankees. I don't care if they haven't won. They've won 27 of them. I don't care if they haven't won since 09. Everyone everywhere knows the New York Yankees more than any other team in the world. And I would put, and I hate to say it, I'd put the Dallas Cowboys uh, in terms of popularity and money and then Real Madrid. Uh, you cannot compare any teams, certainly not some hockey team. I'm telling you, no one cares about hockey. We love it. It's our favorite sport. You know, the Prime Minister, Marenzi, you and I, Mavia, we love hockey. Nobody else gives a rat's ass about hockey anywhere in the world. Nobody. You just think they do. I'll say this, uh, and you're right about the Yankees. Uh, there's no question in my mind. I think you, you probably got to get the Cowboys there if you just take winning out of it in terms of iconic brands that around the world are known in Real Madrid, etc. But linking this to the Otani thing, if he actually becomes a free agent in November, I mean, if he actually gets there, and I'm not sure he will, either the Angels will re-sign him before that happens, or they'll trade him somewhere where they'll have a three-month head start on it, and he'll probably go there. But if he is open market on November the 1st, this is Hal's chance to redeem himself Uh, for all the bad things that we have said about him since his father (laughs) passed away and that he is he will have an opportunity right to once again turn the yankees into the legit evil empire that people think they still are and they are not and haven't been for over 10 years if he gets there he needs to sit in the room hand him a piece of a blank check piece of paper him and the agent and go name it we're the yankees we're gonna make all that money back and then some tell us what you want it's all yours over the top of every offer that ever comes in he's got a chance to change uh what's been a bad 10 years for him if he does well, that. And, and, and let me say this what i heard in that interview was real that's all i needed to hear now i have said to you on a number of occasions if you're Artie Moreno, you've got to give him, you know, $750 million at least. Uh, and, and I've said that they cannot afford to lose him. They cannot afford to let that guy slip through their fingers and leave. But what I heard in that interview was real simple. 
losing sucks and that's all they do is lose and he's sick and tired of it he's leaving all i need to know is when a guy does an interview at the all-star game and all he talks about is losing sucks that's all you need to know two words two words losing sucks that is why you now know he's leaving for more money somewhere else and it's the new york yankees i want them to call in everything they ever possibly need to get this done i'm talking big checks big yachts get me matsui from over in japan i don't care what you gotta do Everybody. to bring him if it if he's free on november the first bring back the evil empire once and for all can you imagine have not been evil empire how many home runs he would hit into that short porch uh, it's I, I I you want we 70, talked a couple weeks ago about him 75 beating judge you know a year after judge broke the American League record would he break judges this year yeah. he will if he plays in that park he will if he plays in that park we welcome in our radio affiliates for El Coast to Coast uh, on a Tuesday Sirius XM channel 159 sports byline good to have you with us all right last thing from the all-star game obviously they interviewed all these guys out on the field they had this media session right. so you knew right. you were going to get some crazy stuff Nick Castellanos is one of these guys. He's a, he's a little bit of an odd bird. Great player. Uh, he's a little out there. So somebody asked him about his favorite superhero. And he gave an answer that has sparked a lot of debate today, Scotty. Is the, the thing that he's mentioned actually a superhero? Here we go. Everyone was asked their favorite superheroes. Yeah. You said Scooby-Doo. Sure. I, I didn't realize Scooby-Doo was a superhero. Can you kind of explain his superhero lore? I mean, well, first off, he's a dog, right? And he can talk. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. And and he saves. He's, he's he solves mysteries. So I think that a dog that can talk and helps people by saving, by solving mysteries, I think, is a superhero. Checks off all the superhero boxes. Has special skills and he helps people. Correct. <laughs> that was that was just so fantastic. I have nothing else to say. So yes or no? Are you thumbs up, thumbs down? Did he sell you on Scooby-Doo being a superhero? Are you in on it? Hold it's on. thumbs Mommy, down. did we get high with Scooby-Doo? No, don't talk about thumbs that. Thumbs down. All right. Thumbs I down. I love Scooby-Doo. I can't go with and, Nick. And what was his buddy's uh, name? The guy that uh, rolled with him? Uh, Scruffy? I don't know. Scruffs. Scruffy. Uh, Shaggy. For you next. Shaggy. 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 SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, Carver High, let's hear uh, Joe Cronin of the Blazers lie to us. Yes, we had uh, several people talk in Vegas yesterday uh, in and around the Summer League. Uh, several fun comments. First, 
Blazers GM Joe Cronin, we mentioned uh, this yesterday when we heard about it, says, you guys couldn't want me to trade Dame Lillard all you want. I'm going to take my sweet time. Here's Joe. I think what I've learned more than anything is patience is critical. Like, don't be reactive. Don't jump at things just to seemingly solve a problem. Um, I think the teams that have ended up the, in the most positive situation post-trade have been the ones that have been really diligent and taken their time and been not been impulsive or, you know, the teams that really kept their urgency under control. So I think that's how my approach is gonna, has been with this and will be with this, is we're going to be patient, we're gonna do what's best for our team, um, and we're gonna see you know, how this lands. And if it takes months, it takes months. Yawn. No wonder no one knows you. <laughs> Honestly, Joe Cronin. That's all I have to say. Blazers GM, Joe Cronin. Next, another one of you. This one you do know. One of your favorite general managers throughout, and that is Brooklyn Nets GM Sean Marks. He decided to give us, get this, an update on Ben Simmons. Here we oh. go. Yeah, he's not doing three on three or five on five yet. I mean, I was down there two weeks ago with him and with our training staff, and and, and saw the progress. And, and and happy to report, like he's in a great, you know, physical shape, and then uh, and also mentally, like he seems yeah, to right. be um, you know, rearing and chomping at the bit to get back out there. So again. You know, we, we've got time. This is not something we're going to rush him back in, you know, to play five on five, oh, you know, in the next you know, couple of weeks or so forth. But he's, he's progressing, so he'll be, uh, he'll be ready to go hopefully very, very soon. I mean, honestly, there is fecal matter coming out of his face. I mean, I, I don't even want to listen to it. Uh, this is so ridiculous. It's not even funny. This guy is the biggest pansy maybe in NBA history. He gets injured. He got injured right now when we ran that clip, uh, just watching it on TV, because he's never healthy, he's never going to be healthy, and he's never going to be good. He's awful. And I was a guy that believed in his talent. I was a guy that said north-south, he's a, a steamroller going 6'10 at the rim. He could finish at the cup as good as anybody. He could lob dunk. He could uh, dish. He knew how to run the break like no one. And then he got the yips. And then he lost his shot. And then he lost his onions. He had no stones at all to even dunk a basketball when he was on the baseline, two feet away from the 10. He passed it into the corner pocket. He is whacked. His game is over. His career is over. And now all of a sudden you're giving me updates on him three on three and five on five. I don't want to hear it. Let me tell you something. I cannot stand this guy, Marks, as you know, but I gave you a reversal on him when, for the first time ever, I said that he did a good job getting rid of all of the prima donnas and all of the hacks on top of it. So he, I like the Bridges deal, the Cam Johnson, getting rid of uh, Irving and Durant, and then Harden left on his own. But for me, the top of the cake for me to at least respect him again as a GM was when he got rid of those two ass muffins, Patty Mills and Joey Buckets. I am so effing sick and tired of hearing about Joey Buckets. I hit more shots than Joey Buckets every day of the week. He's the worst player they've ever had. I am uh, I and Eagle talking about Joey Buckets. I'm going to barf. He's awful. Have fun in Detroit. That's the best thing Mark's ever did. Get rid of the garbage and get rid of Simmons and let's play ball. Honest to Christ, don't get me started with this Australian guy. I can't stand him. Don't even look at me, my body temperature's changing. Simmons uh, last played on February 15th, still not ready for five on five. Uh, pretty good, some life he's leading uh, over there. Chris Paul, of course, is now a member of the Golden State Warriors. Many wonder uh, how this is going to work. Is he uh, a bench player? Is he a starter with Steph and, and the crew? I know what he thinks. Uh, he made that pretty clear yesterday. Here's Chris Paul. You'd be coming off the bench, playing with the second unit that's a lot younger than this, the Warriors of the past have been with J.K. and Moses. Just what do you Look think of, like of their depth, their, their bench like players that might be playing alongside? Uh, you coaching. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> okay, well, I don't know what is what the situation is going to be yet. You know what I mean? So I think that'll be for us to, to figure out once we get going. You've never come off the bench your entire career. Is that something that you'd be willing to do? No. Um, like I said, it'll be That's a no. conversation for us when camp starts or whatnot. But me and Steve have talked or whatnot, but I... You know, that ain't something that you'd be like, what up, man? Where you, you starting? You coming up? You know what I mean? So I think we'll figure all that stuff out we can. Listen, uh, let's get down to business here. I think they'll start him as their true point and, and give Curry uh, the space he needs to rock and roll and move and shake and bake and come off screens and find his shot. His entire repertoire of bag is coming off of space and screens. He moves better than any player ever in NBA history. There's no reason to have him anywhere near the point. And don't tell me Clay Thompson's a point. So I think they will start Chris Paul. Uh, it seems that way, at least. Uh, and if they don't, uh, it sounds like it'll be a problem. So uh, they're probably going to end up starting him anyway. Uh, Patrick start. Beverly is he's a start. Patrick Beverly is now in Philadelphia. Yesterday, we played a clip of Speaking Joel Embiid, who wanted Harden. Speaking of hacks, who wanted Harden to stay. Pat Bev also wants James Harden uh, emphatically to stay in Philadelphia. If you do have the chance to chat with him, what would you tell him in terms of why? I love him. James, I love you, bro. <laughs> stay. <laughs> but yeah, James is a really good friend of mine. Uh, really, really, really good friend of mine. Our moms are best friends. Uh, you know, uh, me coming into the NBA with Houston, you know, it was me and him six years, my starting buddy. So. Uh, I'm very familiar with James, uh, and I'm excited. I'm excited to kind of get it going. He knows I'm here, so we'll see. Like, I listen, I think he's a really cool cat. There's no denying that he's a cool cat. And I think that – I think Harden will stay. I really do. And I, I also know that I don't think that Pat Beverly can do anything on a basketball court except be a nuisance. He's a pain in the ass, but he has no game. He has no game. I don't care what anyone says. You can pass him the ball in a game six or a seven, and you will lose. He is not a shooter. He is not a scorer. He is not a baller. He is a nuisance. He's like a mosquito when you're sleeping in a tent, flying around your nose and ears all night, waking you up all night, making you get up and hit that bottle again. I mean, that's all he is. I don't want to hear it, Pat Beverly. Who cares what he thinks? He doesn't matter on the court. Let's now hear from Dylan Brooks, of course, moves from Memphis to Houston. He sees some similarities, Scotty, in the young Houston Rocket team he's now on and the Grizzly team he left when they first got jaw. Here's Brooks. I feel like it's like almost the exact same team from three, four years ago. Kind of have the same type of players. Um, Jalen Green, like John Moran. Um, Jabari is like Jaren. You know, these young guys that can... Expand the game and be one of the best or the best in the league. So, I can't hear where he's saying. Uh, he like around, no idea. Uh, Bouncing those basketballs. Bouncing basketballs. Listen, I'm going to save you a lot of time. I think this guy is a really good defender and a, a real problem on the basketball court. His problem is he's such a, a, a D and he's such an immature D that everyone hates him. And it's not because of any other reason he's a good basketball player he can flat out ball and bang and rebound and defend like no other but he's just got to grow up and stop being a d and opening his big fat mouth and poking bears and everything else when he just balls he's dangerous he can flat out ball great deal for the rockets sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com across america bp supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing jobs like building grid scale solar energy in ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Know your prey. This is a whole new jungle. This is The Lion's Share. Brought to you by BetMGM. And the BetMGM swing for the fences deal. Log on to your BetMGM app, and you can get it on iOS or Android. Play the MLB free-to-play game now until September 7th. Be a batter. Pick the area of the strike zone. Depending on the area you pick, like, you know, a single, double, triple, home run, or pop-out, you receive the prize associated with that type of hit. Play it once a day. Prizing must be used on MLB and expires in 24 hours. The BetMGM Swing for the Fences deal. Go check it out at BetMGM.com. Davis Lee Rod Maddock joins us every day on Coast to Coast. You can catch him also on Fantasy Sports Today, Saturdays at 8 with Scoop Mish. That's 8 a.m. on Saturdays. Forget cartoons, kids. Now you can learn about baseball and make some money with Uncle Davis Lee Roth and Scoop Mish. That's the same as Scooby-Doo, Scoop Mish, Scooby-Doo. The kids could give up Scooby-Doo for Scoop. Also, uh, Davis, I got to ask you, we were talking earlier. We played the clip of Otani and his interpreter doing an interview at the All-Star game, and he basically said two words, losing sucks. And that is all I needed to hear to know he's leaving the Angels. Uh, And so Carver High suggests that Hal Steinbrenner can start from scratch, clean the slate, clean off the chalkboard of all his mistakes and wussified management of the Yankees because he has been a pansy compared to his father and and his brother, for that matter. Everyone hates Hal. He's such a nerd, and everyone can't stand him. They want him dead. And uh, Cashman, they're sick of. Boone, they're sick of. But if this guy wants to change it all, Turn it all around. He just needs to, uh, Carver High said, give a blank check to the agent and say, you fill it out. And then I want to show you this room we got over here with 27 uh, trophies in it. We don't lose here. So uh, do you think he's going to the Yankees? Honestly, I mean, I- I've sort of thought the Dodgers this entire time. I mean, he fixes two of the Dodgers' problems, which is that they've rotated through a bunch of guys who can't stay healthy in their rotation. And they are are playing I, I well maybe the dodgers doesn't make as much sense because they're they're playing like a million year old jd martinez at dh but they're not going to want otani or martinez playing in the outfield and martinez is one of their dudes who's actually hitting i do think you you pretty much hit on the key of the matter though which is that otani is this amazing athlete there's never been anyone like him uh you know spare me comparisons to dudes uh you know in 1917 who were playing against car mechanics and postmen on their day off you know who pitched and who hit it's not the same thing like to do what otani's doing You're in right. this day and age it's 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 a totally different thing and all he's ever known in his life until he joined the los angeles angels was winning he was always the greatest player he was on all these teams I mean, even look at his freaking World Baseball Classic team, right? I mean, even they, you know, Japan were, were, right? I mean, all this dude knows is champagne and trophies and being the best. And he goes to the Angels, and you know what the Angels are? Not the best. They're a laughingstock. They're they're a franchise that is so, they're just nothing. No one knows who they are. Mike (laughs) Trout, great player. Mike Trout, our generation's answer to Mickey Mantle. Mike Trout could walk through a bar. And he could, he could walk through the mall here in St. Louis. No one would stop him. No one would ask for a picture. They're anonymous, dude. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Get Otani off this team. For I don't even like the Yankees. I hate the Yankees. But honestly, I would sleep better at night knowing Otani was a Yankee than knowing that he's wasting his career for the Angels, for real. 
He said, Carver High said that it would bring the Yankees back to full glory as the evil empire if they get it. Yes. Yes. 100%. I mean, and that's what I've told this to you before. I The Yankees are better when the manager's getting fired and the players are arguing with each other, but they're still winning. The, the idea of the Yankees as a pathetic, plucky team that needs Billy McKinney to scrape them out of wins in the American League. I mean, give me a break. The Tampa Bay Rays winning the American League East, like the whole Yankees organization should look at the Rays and just, they should just be embarrassed, Scotty. They should just look at this division and be embarrassed. These are the Yankees. These, uh, I know people who don't even know about baseball. There are children in countries who don't even have a baseball diamond in the whole country who know who the Yankees are. And they're in fourth place in the American League East. It's an embarrassment. So if it comes down to, uh, like you saw Pete Alonso's selling of the Mets was the most pathetic thing I've ever seen in my life. That was just embarrassing. Do you Bad. think if it came down to the Mets and Yankees and Cohen saying, I'll give you a blank check, or Steinbrenner saying, I'll give you a blank check, you fill it out, who wins? He still beats the Mets, doesn't he? He, if, if it's between a bunch of organizations that say blank check, if the Dodgers, the Padres, the Mets, the Rangers even, and the Yankees all give a blank check, it's the Yankees. It's just, We see this in the NBA all the time. It's probably most pronounced in the NBA, actually. The Lakers just get all these great players. LeBron's like, you know what? I want to live in L.A., I'm going to go play. The Lakers didn't do anything. The Lakers didn't set up some super team for right. LeBron to come play for. He just wanted to play for the Lakers. Like, you get a benefit of having that history, of having that spot in the the hierarchy of baseball. And, yeah, if it's blank. Now, the interesting thing then becomes, what if some team trades for him, and he's like, uh, thank you for trading for me. Thank you for getting me out of there. I'm leaving. I ain't, I'm, I ain't signing no contract with you, Steve Cohen. I'm going – the Yankees or whatever that it would be really interesting so um it really is amazing how much money because like I said you know that Artie Marino's got to give him at least 750 million dollars at least do you think it'll go higher than that between 750 and a billion dollars for this guy uh, I mean, look, if I was in charge of one of these organizations, if Hal Steinbrenner sent me an email, he's like, how much? I would just say, give him a 15-year a contract for a billion dollars. What, 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 you can't afford it? That's not, you can't, of course they can afford it. Of course it, like, and you get Shohei Otani. Right now, the biggest contracts in baseball are $426 million for his teammate, Mike Trout, right. Mookie right. Betts, $365 million. I mean, Otani is as good as all these dudes as a hitter. And he's also like the fifth best pitch. I mean, just give him a billion dollars. Honestly, I mean, how much publicity are you going to buy? How much, like, I, like Shohei Otani getting a literal billion-dollar contract would be, you'd see that on the Today Show, right? I mean, you know, I'm sitting there at the gym right. in the morning, and, and whatever <laughs> local talk TV show is going to be talking about Otani's contract. Like, you're buying yourself publicity, too. So uh, I do not, and you, you've heard me say I would trade Trout, I don't think Mike Trout is worth anywhere near $425 million. I think he is the most overpaid athlete in sports. Uh, He's always injured. I, I mean, he never, he what has he done? But if I pay someone $425 million, I want to win some goddamn titles. Well, I mean, you know, part of it, and this is the way it works in baseball, is that you get paid a little bit for what you've already done because of the way baseball contracts work out. So you get paid a little bit. I mean, because they play for cheap for so long. I mean, what was Mike Trout making 2011 through 2015? He was probably making, you know, I was making good money, but he was not making anything like that. So part of it is that. He I mean, was better he definitely then. Get, he was, I mean, he was way better then. I mean, he really has not had a, a fully healthy season since 2019 and he's still been really good this season maybe you'd start to worry a little bit about skill decline i mean every year of his career he's been 165 ops plus or better he's led baseball in ops plus a bunch of times he's, he's got half that he's got year. half of otani's home runs half yeah yeah i mean he's, he's got 14 dingers he's in 263 like he's he's he i think you could reasonably say right now you could be a little bit worried he's starting to fall off. 
All right, so let's bang out these picks. So we're all on this uh, National League. A lead after the first inning is plus 340. You're going no run first inning at minus about 30. I mean, I think whatever way you want to play this is just, I mean, I, I don't think you're wrong. I think playing it with um, just weird outcomes is the right way to do it, right? So, or just no runs, right? Because that's what, no one wants to bet these no's. No one wants to bet unders. But Major League, I, I went back and looked at a bunch of the scores. By and large, Major League Baseball All-Star games, even when they quote-unquote counted, you know, when it determined who had right. uh, home field advantage in the World Series, no one really cared. The pitchers didn't really, I mean, the pitchers, they'll, they'll amp up, but they're not going to stay in there very long. The hitters are kind of just having a laugh. They don't really care. I, so I do like, I do like the no-run first inning i do like the under in the first four innings and then i just went out i went through and picked a couple uh deeper hitter props because that's just a fun way to watch the game like when something goes right for me in this game i want it to be like six to one not even money all right so under uh first five innings under four runs minus about 30 and then no run first inning minus about 30 so you got otani first plate appearance is first at bat an extra base hit at plus 600 Yes. I mean, look, it's uh that the, the dude loves the dude loves a big moment. He had a home run in the All-Star game back in 2021. He uh I, I think these guys, I I don't know, are these guys really gonna try and hit singles? Maybe that's maybe that's part of it too, is I don't really think I don't really Not think him. these dudes are yeah, I don't think these dudes are trying to hit singles. But then the one I really I just thought this price was bad. But Marcus Semyon, he's the he's leading off for the National League. So he's uh if we assume so, like, let's just assume uh, the American League players don't get a hit and it rolls over to the National League. The true odds of this would be, like, plus 200 or something. So, I just I just like Marcus Simeon to be the first player to report. So, in the AL, Simeon, first guy to get a hit, plus 900. So, uh, enjoy the game tonight, Davis Lee Rothmatic. Great stuff. Always a, a blast. We'll see you tomorrow on C2C. Enjoy it tonight, brother. All right. Good luck, everyone. See you tomorrow, bud. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Bill Bender is our college football insider from the Sporting News. You see him here regularly throughout the college football season with yours truly on C2C. We love Billy. And uh, we have him on today because, A, college football starts in six weeks, which is more important than breathing. And then, B, this Fitzgerald story is out of control in Chicago. I got to tell you, Bill, what, you know, I think is great about this story, even though it's so ugly. What I think is great, and Carver High brought it up earlier on the show, was that they paid this law firm all this money to uh, investigate this thing for six months behind closed doors. Meanwhile, the college paper, in a matter of two days, broke a story using multiple ex-players that talked about not only hazing, but sexual abuse 
and racism in the program. And that was the death of Fitzgerald. Now, you could say whatever you want. They could say all this nonsense about, um, you know, they found no knowledge of, of Fitzgerald knowing any of this or any of his coaches. And I say bullshack to that. I don't believe for one minute any of that rhetoric at all. It is pathetic that I have to listen to it. What I believe is those players and that student paper busting all their asses with that great story. That was great work by the Daily Northwestern. There's no doubt about that. I think for me, it is another reminder that hazing, the practice of hazing in any way, shape, or form, it, it's got to go, right? There's no reason for it. You, a college locker room doesn't belong to the players. It doesn't belong to the coaches. It belongs to the university, and in this day and age, should be treated like any other workplace. You can't do any of those things mentioned in that article in any workplace, in, well, maybe not any, but most workplaces in this country, and have a job. And I think some of that, like you said, the undoing was the hazing, the the blatant, you know, whether it was veiled or not, uh, instances of racism within the program. And for Pat Fitzgerald, it's stunning, Scott. I'm going to be honest because he was one of those guys over the years. I can't count how many times I heard a coach, a high school coach, a player, whoever say he's a stand-up guy. And yet all of these things are reflective of that's not winning culture. And you're going to hear how many co coaches are we going to talk here talk about culture over the next few weeks at these media days, Scott? Well, let, let me go further, okay? You know, I, I'm from the real uh, smart side of the river that says the reason why he's suing, which he's going to sue him, he's going to sue Northwestern. And he wants that $57 million. I don't, he knows he's never coaching at Northwestern again. Uh, Bob Huggins never coaching at West Virginia again. Bob's really been hitting a bottle. If he thinks he's getting out of alcohol rehab and getting his job back, I mean, these lawyers are fleecing his ass with some bad advice if I've ever seen anything. Don't get me started on that. This guy Fitzgerald is going to sue because he says that they suspended him for two weeks without pay, and it was a they agreed on this, and that Shill went around his back and did him uh, without you know, negotiating that, that they were going to reverse the decision. The decision had been made until the student paper came out and started talking about, now listen, when they say that there was hazing and they couldn't prove it against any coach, it's one thing. But when a student paper comes out and says, hazing, they were sexually abusing freshman football players in the locker room in the dark with seniors wearing masks. And it said that they were coaches Players were saying that coaches would clap on the field when they should be added to the list of players that were going to be abused in the locker room. I mean, this stuff is graphic, and you knew he was finished coaching. But all he wants, like everyone else in this world, he wants his money. And they got a contract that says they owe him $57 million. But with cause, he'll he's fired with cause. And I am telling you, that's what this whole thing boils down to, a lawsuit about $57 million. And Northwestern's probably not going to lose that, are they? I mean, not in no. my opinion. No, they won't lose that if it goes to court. And and with all of any of that evidence that becomes true. And like you said, uh, like I said, when we're talking about the hazing and the bizarre things and the Google searches I had to do over the last couple of days with Shrek clap, no idea what that is. Um, running, right. the practices of running, the right. purge mask and all of these things. Like I said, not indicative of winning culture in college football, which is the crazy part to me because Pat had won a little bit at Northwestern, had made that a longstanding place. And the other part of me, if you're a cynic, Scott, as you look at the record the last two years, four and 20. One and 11. One and 11, three and nine. That's not winning football culture. And that's makes it easier. That's why this conversation is pretty quick, cut and dry. It's not a national championship caliber program where we've had more complicated discussions about this. No one wants to say it. I'm not afraid to. I don't believe Fitzgerald. I don't believe he didn't know. I don't believe his coaching staff didn't know. I don't believe any of it. I don't believe Rick Pitino didn't know they were having uh, stripper coke parties for their uh, recruiting efforts at Louisville. I don't, these all these guys, I didn't know anything. I, I don't know anything. Like it's almost like a mob movie where the guy says. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm not informed in that in that area. I know nothing about 
the mob and I know nothing about racketeering and loan sharking. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Police. I am not listening to this guy try to save his reputation or this guy Huggins. Now, listen, he's a great coach. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's incredible. He was also 12 cans deep in his car, drunk, didn't know where he was. He didn't know he was in Pittsburgh. He was so bombed, failed the uh, breathalyzer, failed the sobriety test. Now he's in rehab and he's got lawyers suing uh, Western. He going to lose that too. Like, I, I don't listen to people that like, oh, they, I never said I retired. I never told the team I was done coaching. Bullshack. He did that. He did both. And this guy trying to save his reputation. Listen, he's already made millions. He never has to work another day the rest of his life. But people have said he's an NFL coach in five minutes. And now I want nothing to do with a guy that let kids get raped in the locker room when he was the head coach of a losing program. I'm sick of hearing how great he was when he won nine more games than he lost. I'm sick of hearing it. He's not a great coach, and he let it happen, and he's in charge, and he's got to pay the piper. And he will. And, again, this happened. The the other puzzler for me, Scott, as you know, I'm in Big Ten country, that this happened at a Big Ten school. Since everything since 2011, when the Penn State scandal broke, you would think that Big Ten coaches in particular, and I'm not every FBS coach, Big Ten especially, that can't happen at a campus in a locker room. Now, if these ongoings were happening at an apartment off campus, would I feel a little different? No, but it, it this happened on campus. These allegations are in a locker room, but like I said, doesn't belong to the players. It belongs to the school. It belongs to the institution. You can't cop out with saying, well, that locker room belongs to them. Not if you're the, the coach of a major university. I got to tell you, Bill. So, it's just roll over the amount of stories every year that we hear about hazing and fraternities and the death of college pledges in fraternities from flat out alcohol poisoning, like making them drink so much booze that they die. And I am convinced it is so unbelievable to me what the rich can get away with. You, you kill some kid in a fraternity. You, you should go to jail. Everyone involved in it should go to jail for 10 years. As the same as you, if you went to the Capitol to riot, you deserve 10 years. If you went to kill the vice president and you're going to kill Nancy Pelosi, you deserve 10 years. If you haze a kid and he dies in a fraternity, you deserve to go to jail. I don't care who your mommy and daddy are and all their political clout and money. Your little Johnny needs to go find out what it's like to wake up with a problem in his back door. And I'm telling you, this is no different than that. They should all be thrown out of Northwestern. That entire football team and program should be canceled for at least a year. The fact that they are still selling September 3rd against Rutgers to me is deplorable. Right, right. And, and well, where do they go from here? Everybody's asking me that. I haven't even began to consider who their next football coach is because I don't care. I could tell yeah, you this from a straight football stand. Right. It, it, who's it going to be? I don't know. Where Pat Fitzgerald coaches next? I have no idea. I do know that you know, another cynical part of me, as you look at, over under win totals. I was just on a show talking about that. Yeah, Northwestern season shot. They're they're going to be very struggle on the field. It's going to be an uphill battle there. But that's not what's important. I am interested to see, like you said, about the money and, and the matter of was it, did you say fifty three million? How long does this go into the court? Does does a coach have a chance to win a wrongful termination termination suit? Not in this one, but down no. the line. Down the line, if a kid transfers and starts lobbing allegations, at some point it might happen, right? I don't think in this case it will. So ugly all the way around. I should be talking to you about Big 12 Media Day and why Texas right. is back, but I've spent the last three days hitting on Pat Fitzgerald. Do you feel that uh, they should – it sounds to me like their investigation was pathetic. 
And I think they need to investigate who these kids were that did this to these freshmen and sophomore football players that were abused sexually and that were, uh, you know, traumatized. Okay. And, and I'm, I am sick and tired of hearing about who the whistleblower is. I don't give a rat's ass who told the story, who told the truth, and people want to pounce on that kid. You know what? People are demented. I think every kid that was involved in it should go to jail. I'm done listening to kick them out of school. Maybe mommy and daddy will help them get a job and all this other nonsense. They need to find out who did it and they need to suffer the consequences. That's it. I am done with being nice about this stuff. This stuff happens and they're like talking about how much money Pat Fitzgerald's going to get in a lawsuit instead of why don't we find out who did it and finish their lives for a few years. You need to, some college football player doing that to a kid. He deserves pain and suffering that equals what he did to that kid, ruining some kid's life, ruining his head, ruining his mental health. But you get away with it because you're some hard ass, tough guy linebacker. My ass. Go to jail. You'll find out how hard it is to wake up in the morning with a tennis can in your rump. We'll find out how tough you are then, tough guy. They all deserve their asses thrown in jail. I'm done with this candy ass stuff. Oh, they're going to sue him. Oh, how do you think they're going to do in the Big Ten this year? Northwestern. Remember, Northwestern was supposed to be the higher education school in the Big Ten. Smarter athletes. They're like Duke, right, Bill? (laughs) Well... Well, the, Duke had a, a lacrosse scandal too, so I don't, I don't want to go down that road. But um, yeah, I, I think with with all the rich kids, Northwestern obvious, obviously that will be the next step. Who were the kids that were in the locker room doing it? How do we rectify that for the people that were abused? That's the important thing in the story. And like you said, it's probably on page four right now. Listen, Bill, I'm so glad we got to spend some time together today talking bad about people. I love you. Next time we'll talk college football, I promise. Hey, no problem, Scott. Thanks for having me. Love you, Billy. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. in the iTunes store. It's free. Free is me. And go to sportsgrid.com slash watch to see all the platforms we're on. It's time for another exciting edition of Today in Carver High History. We'll start in 1968 today. Earl Weaver replaces <laughs> Hank Bauer as the manager of the Orioles. 1982, Italy beats West Germany 3-1 to win the World Cup. 85, Nolan Ryan becomes the first pitcher in Major League history to strike out 4,000 batters. 1989, <laughs> President Ronald Reagan 
was on the call for the All-Star game. That's when Bo Jackson yeah. lit up Rick Rushel uh, in the Bo first Jackson. inning. As he was there with Vin Scully. Uh, 2010, Spain beats the Netherlands 1-0 in extra time to win their first World Cup. Here's the goal. They try to open up the Dutch via another route. Iniesta's in the middle all alone. If Fernando Torres can find him, it's stabbed away uncomfortably to Fabregas. Surely now, surely now, Spain have won the World Cup for the first time in history. Andres Iniesta has broken Dutch hearts with the goal of 116 minutes that promises to say Viva Espania for the first time ever. Wow, one that, goal. That, that Spain team I hated. They were so tough to beat, as you saw on that graphic. That five-year run, Euro, World Cup, Euro. They absolutely dominated everybody. 2012, Steve Nash is traded to the Lakers by the Phoenix Suns. How'd that work out? 2015, Serena Williams becomes the oldest player in open era after winning Wimbledon at 33. 2021, Argentina beat Brazil to win the Copa America. Also in 21, Italy wins its first Euro championship since 68. On penalties, they beat England also in 21 two years ago today. Novak Djokovic collected his 20th Grand Slam. He wins Wimbledon every single year. <laughs> Novak gonna Djokovic going to win this year, too. Uh, nobody's going to beat him. That's and I'm not going to watch. No. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.